This is it, boys and girls. The moment you've been waiting for. Episode 80 of the Jake and Joe Show. Season 4 finale. Coming at you on June 12th. 10th. Oh. We're recording the 10th. Coming at us. You, the 12th. 2019. (laughs) Maybe I should have rehearsed this. Anyway, we're coming at you live two days in the past for episode 80 (laughs) of the Jake and Joe Show. I'm Joe. I'm Jake. And uh, we've got a real sappy, emotion-filled episode for you as we say goodbye. Indeed. Not really. Uh, We're going to just chat about our weeks like we always do because who cares more about us than us? Then we're going to talk about quality over quantity. And this is a conversation that we just recently had over the past weekend. And uh, there was a Reddit thread that I saw on it today, coincidentally. And we just figured it could be a uh, a cool, you know, idea to talk about, especially because we're about to be going into the last season of our show and how we think we've decided to end it after season five. So I think it's topical for many reasons. Good angle. I didn't think of that part. Got song of the week coming at you as usual, and then we'll uh, wrap this puppy up. We might talk about our favorites, our favorite moments and least favorite moments from this season. So stick around for that. How was your week, Jake? What'd you do? Did you do anything? Did you do anything fun? Did you explore the world? <laughs> sure, actually, yeah. So I'm really bad at directions. I don't know if we've ever brought that up. Oh, we've brought that up. Oh, we have. Okay. Well, I was semi lost. I took a lo- wrong turn in the town I live in, Augusta. And instead of uh, jumping on the GPS, I was with Adrian. I'm like, you know what? We can do it. We can figure this out. So with my help, and I should say with Adrian's help, because it was all her, she got us home. So we did it. That's an accomplishment. That's right. You got home in your hometown. I did. Dude, I figured I don't, it out. I don't think there's a street I could be on in Waterville where I wouldn't know exactly how to get home. Like, I think I know every street. And I'm pretty sure I could get here from any street in Augusta. I don't know how, because it's not like you've ever lived in Augusta. Like, I don't I know. I don't know. You could, you could blind... Dude, that would be fun. Blindfold me, take me somewhere in Augusta, take my blindfold off, and then I'll be like, yeah, okay, so this is how we get back to your place. Oh, man, that kind of would be neat. That'd be fun. Season five ideas already. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that would not work very well in an audio format, but... No, it wouldn't. Just narrate. Okay, I'm uh, taking a left turn. (laughs) Joe's blindfolded right now. You have to take our word for it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, as interesting as that is. Other than that, not much. Um, The weekend was eventful enough. Uh, What was it? Friday night, I visited... Adria's nephew, which is my future nephew as well, and I held him, and that was the first time I held a newborn since my sister, which was 21 years ago. Wow. So I was like, wow, babies are basically a old new experience. Yes, basically. And then Saturday, we, uh, we, meaning Adria, me, you, and Michaela, went to surprise, surprise Shaw's in Waterville and spent accumulatively $75 <laughs> on snack food. On snacks. Oh, no. And then got Chinese on top of that. And to top it all off, we barely even touched the snacks. It was too, it was, well, what were we thinking? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. So you guys don't came know. over and Mona came over. Cody was working, surprise. And uh, we wanted to get some snacks. So we went and got snack yeah. food and it was collectively, it was 75 bucks. Yeah. And then Chinese, dude, I ate so many snacks before we got Chinese food that I took like five bites of my food and I was like, okay, I'm having this later. I'm oh, having this man. as leftovers. Like I barely had any of it. I had waited for that exact reason, but... It still didn't, it still worked out that I pretty much ate all my Chinese and then I just no snacks yeah didn't even touch <laughs> it and and we had like we had displayed it all on the table and took a picture because it was such an impressive layout we're it's talking a good variety we're talking we got the four C's 
We got chips, crackers, cookies, and candy. That's true. There wasn't. There was some cheese in there too. That's a fifth C. Oh yeah, that's true. See, we <laughs> we weren't uh, leaving any snack food groups out. Nothing. It's all. It was all accounted for. And then we disrespected it. I well okay. I ate an entire Chips Ahoy package of cookies. I'd like to point y- out you did. That was. Yeah. I I regretted that afterwards. I felt pretty sick to my stomach. Considering. But, uh, Considering, oh, considering that I, yeah, that's true. I haven't even talked about that. Yeah. Uh, this is my second, going into my second week now of the OMAD diet. One meal a day. I am not eating breakfast. I'm not eating lunch and I'm fasting. So I eat from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's it. I don't eat any other time of the day. Not even a little quick snackaroo or anything like that. I starve myself. It. I say starve myself, but I use that term jokingly for the most part um the first three or four probably three days that i started this last last monday uh that was rough by like one or two in the afternoon i was really hungry you brought in donuts for your co-workers for some reason that day on on friday oh it was friday okay no thursday i brought in donuts because it's been we've been doing it for the past couple months now Oh, okay. Uh, Hillman's Bakery in Fairfield, I'm the closest one to them, and they only charge seven bucks for a dozen fresh donuts. Every day? Yeah. So. Oh, no. Yeah. So they've been like kind of expecting me to get them at this point on Thursdays. They they toss me cash. It's not like yeah, I'm paying yeah. for them every time. But I, you know, they were asking me like, donuts Thursday? I'm like, sure thing. Oh, man. So I went and got donuts and then didn't have any. And they were three feet oh. behind me, and I could smell them all day. It was horrible. That's but, terrible. Uh, by the end of the week, by Friday, it was not bad. It was not hard at all anymore. Um, and today, Monday, so this is the sixth day that I'm doing it. It's 5 p.m., and my stomach has not growled once today. I'm fine. Yeah, it's, cr- it's pretty crazy how easily adaptable your body is. Yeah, it really is. It's nuts. like... I was telling you before, it seems like it only takes a couple of days for your body to adjust to whatever eating pattern you're going for. Right. But those couple of days are damn near close to torture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're not, I know we discussed this with, with Cody in a chat. During the four hours you can eat, you are still going for a calorie limitation, right? No. I'm not paying attention to it at all. Right. Because I only have four hours to eat and my stomach's only so big. Right. So it's uh, the only way I think I would break the caloric limit is if I was just eating just... Just straight up lard. Yeah, exactly. All calories, no filling food. Right. And normally we have like, you know, some type of protein or something like that and protein's filling. Right. And so like I eat dinner and it's probably a thousand calories or so. And I'm pretty full, and then I'll eat like a dessert or something, which is probably like two or three hundred calories, like a little Debbie or something. Right. And I'm at like thirteen hundred calories. And it's for the still day. way under what you need to be. Yeah. To lose yep. weight. Yeah. So. Nineteen hundred calories is my recommended amount to lose a pound a week. So at thirteen hundred calories a day, which is what I'm estimating I'm eating, I'm losing pound pound and a half a week. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. And I, I think I'll probably continue it for another few weeks, see if I can get down to near my goal weight, and then I'll go back to eating a couple meals a day. But right now, I don't see a reason not to. I mean, right. I'm saving money. Like five, That's oh, five yeah, additional that's so meals true. in a week that I'm not eating. I mean, no easy. snacking. Snacking is, is so expensive, clearly. $75 right. between yeah. the two <laughs> of us. But also, just not eating two of the three meals a day and and doing it in, in a healthy way that doesn't seem to be hurting you. No, I'm is fine. like a godsend for your bank account. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I know I spend a lot of money on on food. I think everyone does because it's just, it's one of those things where you don't really think about it. You're just you buy food eating you when you're eat. hungry. Yep. Yeah, and I... um. I don't I don't miss it really. It's easy. I get up in the morning, shower, get dressed for work and I'm ready to go. Like yep. I don't have to make a lunch. I don't have to worry about meal prep for the week or anything. Just good. Just think about the one meal you're going to have and you always have that meal to think about. And you you know that there's no holds barred. Right. So you can do whatever you want. Yep. So you always have that to look forward to every single day so you're not missing out. Right. So that's kind of cool. And I think once I do this for a few more weeks and I get to like, 
my goal weight area. I'm going to relax it a little bit. Like on Thursdays when we have donuts in the office, I'll have a donut. Right. But also at the same time, I'm worried that having that donut will make me hungry earlier in the day because once your metabolism like gets going, I I don't know if there's any science behind that or not, but I feel like once you eat something in the day, you get hungry sooner. I think it, you know, it makes complete sense because your body runs on a a cycle. I can't remember. I can't think of the the term, but like circadian. Yeah. The circadian rhythm. rhythm. So, and I think that it's heavily, your metabolism is heavily influenced by that. So if you were to eat something at 10 a.m. every day, your body's going to know that at 10 a.m. or in its perspective, three or four hours after waking up, right? you need to eat something. Right. So if you were to keep it at just like one donut every Thursday, I don't think your body's smart enough to be like, it's Thursday. <laughs> that's true. Time for a donut. That's That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. But I think doing it during the weekdays and then eating normally on the weekends, I think your body can adjust to that. Yeah. Because I mean, it's Monday. It's my first day back after gorging myself over the weekend. (laughs) Yes. I'm not hungry. It's five. So. So one other thing we did, probably the last thing we want to talk about before moving on is Sunday morning, we had breakfast with another couple, friends of ours, Jordan and Ashley. They invited us out. Uh, We went to breakfast at Big G's and uh, it was delicious as it always is over there and what do we end up talking about joe we ended up talking about several things i mean first of all we talked about whether or not oh yeah (laughs) my sister-in-law's husband is my brother-in-law yeah which he is and ashley agreed with me she she like yeah so i have like a list of friends i have a tier list yeah. I'm not going to tell you where you are because it depressed But you. Ashley like moved up quite a bit. But she was like, <laughs> she wasn't in the top 10. Right. Sorry, if you're <laughs> listening, you just weren't. But now she is. She's like, you know, she's probably yeah. holding that 10th position because she agreed with me. I'm actually very surprised that Michaela and Adria both sided against you because I just figured they would be more in the camp of, yeah, if you want to consider him your brother-in-law, then go ahead. Right. But they didn't. I was like, whoa, really? I know. Like, so many people are against me on this. Yeah. I mean, I am too, but for some reason, I just expected, uh, particularly Michaela, to be like, he's your brother-in-law. So, I know you're not married to Adria. Yeah. But her sister, Ari. Yeah. Her husband. Yeah. You wouldn't consider him your brother-in-law? No. And not... And it's not like a personal thing. Like, it's not like I dislike him or anything. But I just, to me... He's not a, a brother-in-law because that would imply some sort of permanent, to me, it's like a permanent relation. So if for whatever reason, Adria and I stopped being together, <gasps> no, like I wouldn't consider Josh my brother-in-law. Like odds are we would never talk again, you know? Yeah, that's true. So but, I, I think that's just, would you, it might be being overly critical. Yeah, but with that know. being said, you wouldn't continue to talk to Ari. Right, not her, right, yeah. And she's your sister-in-law. But she is more like literally a, she is a literal sister-in-law once we get married, Adrian and I. So is, uh, so since you're Ari's sister-in-law, or brother-in-law, rather. Right. That makes Adria, what's Ari's husband's name? <laughs> Josh. Adria. Follow along. <laughs> follow along, listeners. Adria and Josh are brother and sister-in-law. Yes. They are, yeah, right now. Yeah. <sighs> I just, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. But you're, I'm the husband. You're his brother-in-law. Well, no, I'm not the husband. I'm, I'm the boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the boyfriend of the, the sister-in-law. That's, I don't know. That's how I think of it. And I, Apparently, there's more people than I expected to be on that side of the fence. Wrong camp to be in. <laughs> Wrong camp. I don't know, man. But what was the other thing? The other thing, that's the main topic of today, which I mentioned in the intro. Yes. We began talking about our Facebook friends and how many we had. Yep. Um, and Jordan was talking about how he recently went through his list of like, 400 friends or something and yep. cut it down to a hundred yeah <laughs> he just went through <laughs> That's and crazy just man. gutted everyone else see ya and we just chatted for a little bit about 
how like you don't need all those people on your friends list who you talked to once in high school 10 years ago like you're never going to talk to them again why are they on your friends list yeah and this is something that i did uh probably it's probably a year year and a half ago um i i don't know if we must have been recording a season of the show when i talked about how i was done with facebook Oh yeah, we mentioned came, Facebook a lot. When I came back to Facebook, that's when I gutted out a lot of my friends. I had like right. two hundred something. I'm now sitting at like eighty five, yeah, or something like that. And um, I don't miss the other three hundred friends that I have. I don't even notice they're gone. So it got us talking about afterwards, uh, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it's a really interesting conversation because. When Facebook first came out, uh, I, I can easily say I was one of the first people in my high school to have it because my cousin was up from Florida, and that's a more, you know, in with the trends kind of place than Skowhegan, Maine. She was up for the summer and said, hey, Facebook just became a thing. So over the summer, I made it. And then once I came back to school, people were talking about it and started making more Facebooks. But... um it's insane because back then there was this idea that everyone had in their head that the more friends you had, the better, the better it was like the better your experiences on Facebook and the cooler you are. And the cooler you are. Now, some of that no doubt has to do with age. I mean, we were, uh, well, when Facebook came out for me, I was like 17. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was my senior year of high school. That's crazy. Yeah, It started in 2009. Well, it started earlier than that for like Harvard only and then other colleges. It oh, became that's right. public in, I think it became public oh, in 2008. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and yeah, that was when a lot of people joined. Well, anyway, I remember at one point I had like 600 something friends and I thought, I was like, damn, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool, man. And, when I'd make a status, I was big, and I still do this once in a while, but I was really big into like thinking of a funny status every day. Just something that would make me seem witty and cool so girls would think I was attractive. Right. And people would give me likes. Yeah. And I would judge, you know, how effective that status was on how many likes it got. Huh. And I remember there was one time when I was like, well, uh, if this status doesn't have at least 50 likes, it's not very good. And that was you my were getting that was 50, my mentality. Fifty likes on yeah. statuses. When? What year? Uh, probably two thousand. My peak coolness, I would say, <laughs> was like two thousand thirteen, and then after Holy that, crap. I was like, in twenty thirteen, I was probably getting like eight likes on my statuses and stuff, if even. Yeah, I, I could probably. Well, I've deactivated it, but theoretically, I could probably show you my like big hitters. There's a couple ones I was really proud of. <laughs> but I mean, you're most formulating the status in your head all yeah. day. You're like thinking, like, what can I say? Yeah. Most of these people were like friends of friends, or even friends of friends of friends. People like I was very vaguely connected to, never met, or <laughs> I've like seen before. You're walking through the hallway in school, and you bump shoulders with someone. Turn around and see the Funny back status. of their head. I'm adding him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He seems like someone who'd laugh at my jokes. <laughs> well, um. Yeah, so that's how it used to be. The more friends you had, the cooler you were. Um, you judged everything on your likes and reactions didn't become a thing until relatively recently. Well, now it seems like the opposite is true. And again, I think age kind of has something to do with it. We're kind of at the age where it's like we'd rather just have a couple good friends or we don't want to see our newsfeed cluttered because the society's perception of Facebook has changed so drastically. Uh, People kind of see it as a nuisance now. It's not really a cool, hip thing. Uh, It's over, geez, it's it's 11 years old in its public state right now. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Right. Off-tracking a little bit. Um, Since I've gone back to school and I'm meeting like 18-year-old kids, it's really common to see now they're always talking about things like Instagram and n- barely even Twitter, really. It's all about Instagram for like younger generations and they don't even use Facebook. I think, in my theory is, they have Facebook, but they don't use it. I have 
three or four people I'm thinking of right now that are 18 or 19 years old that have Facebook profiles I added, but they don't even use it. Right. Um, and my theory is that by the time that they were old enough that their parents would let them have a Facebook, they were like, eh, like what's, what's cool about this? Everyone had a Facebook. It, there was no exclusivity. That's true. That's true. When we there made was our no like, need for it yeah. or like coolness factor. When we made our Facebooks, it was still during a time, especially me, but I, I, don't, I don't know when you made yours, but particularly for me, it was like a really exclusive thing. It was just like teenagers. It was like the next evolution of MySpace. I remember my thought process when I was making the Facebook was this seems like a more professional adult um, social media than MySpace because that was what you compared it to back then. Right. But yeah, now, so these kids are like, oh, my grandma's on it. Like, yeah. what am I going to share? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. So you were right about the Instagram thing. It made me think of that, you know, like uh, a year or so ago now, you were saying that, I don't know, just Instagram's the cool place to be. It you know? is, and man. I'm, just, I'm trying... To it's be the cool. cool place to be. Yeah. People don't want to read words anymore. They don't want to oh, read they statuses. Just, they just want to see pictures. pictures man. Yeah, it's what it's That's all right. about. Yeah. So back to quality over quantity. Right. Specifically. Train underailed. It's, it's railed. <laughs> it's back on the rails. Um, I feel like I value fewer friendships now than I used to. Mm. Like back when the whole trend of having as many friends as you could on Facebook, I would try to keep as many friendships as I could going. Like back when at the tail end of AOL, when Facebook was becoming big, because they never really overlapped very much. There was a little bit of overlap, maybe a year or two of overlap for AOL and Facebook. Uh, there yeah, would be evenings, maybe a year. There, there'd be evenings where I'd get home from school and from when I got home and sat down, to when I went to bed, all I was doing was talking to people. Like I would have more than 10 conversations going at a time. And I was just doing nothing but talking to different people and asking them how they were doing, asking them what their day was like, like just nonstop chatting with different people. Hmm. And the older I've gotten, the more I'm realizing that just takes so much energy and so much time to, yeah. you know, you don't have time as an adult to keep that many different friendships going. Like I've got a close group of maybe 10 friends at this point, And that's enough for me. Right. I, I hang out with or Michaela and I hang out with you and Adria more than anyone else. And honestly, just the two of you, you're draining. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, like, it's, it's true. I mean, we're, we're around a lot. We're like leeches. <laughs> we don't even knock anymore. I, I think I, that's true. You don't. I think I, I chat with you on messenger more than anyone else more than my wife actually you know <laughs> uh there was I, I don't know if i mentioned this last week but i think it was either last week or the week before adria was saying how um she's like you know you and joey it, it's getting real weird or something i'm like <laughs> what are you talking about she's like something's different and i don't know what it is but you guys are like what? hanging out or talking too much huh she was like half joking right but she was like basically jealous and she's probably going to listen to this. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Adria. I know we used to talk a lot, but you know, you stopped messaging me. And what happened was, <laughs> this was when we were getting into the programming yeah, thing, yeah, figuring yeah. out our emulation. We started World of Warcraft, so there was, yeah, there was like a lot of things we were doing all at the yeah, same time. Yeah, a week and a half to a two-week period where it was like just everything that we were doing meshed with each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it was just like uh, constant. We just have very, I didn't even notice. very compatible personalities. Right. Like right. everything we do, we're both interested in. Yeah. Like for the from, most part. From music to video games. Actually, yeah, it is like everything. Other hobbies to like ways <laughs> we'd like to spend our weekend. Like everything meshes. You're right. So I Even know, disc golf. Right. I know like anything I could possibly mention to you. <laughs> It's not like you're going to be like, why is he telling me this? You're going to be like, oh, that's cool. You know, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing that you're way more into than me is probably concerts. That's true. That's it. And that hurts. <laughs> that hurts, man. Cause I don't yeah. have, I don't have a friend who likes going to concerts as much as I do. 
And so I don't know if she still listens or not. Brittany, I know she loves concerts, yeah. but we're not very like, we're acquaintances more than right. we are friends. Like, I mean, hey, Brittany, if you're out there, I consider you a friend, but it's not like, yeah, we, yeah. she and I have never hung out, like right. just her and I. So she's the only person that loves concerts as much as I do that, oh, is, yeah. that I know in my life. So it's, it's hard because there are tons of concerts I want to go see, but I don't want to go alone. Right. <laughs> Well, you, yeah, maybe like you could go somewhere, knew, knew she was going, and then just like say hi, meet up, and then just like go about right. whatever. Yeah, I so. don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I've i dragged you to concerts, yeah. and I know you don't enjoy them. I, it's not that, like churches, I enjoyed, I, I like that I can say I've seen churches because I love their music, and it was cool seeing them live. Uh, what I don't feel... It's not that I don't really feel comfortable, although it's true, but it's just my energy doesn't match concert goers' energy. Yeah. Like a uh, typical person who likes a concert is going to go and they're instantly going to feel a, li- a rise in energy. Like they're going to feel amazing oh, that yeah. they're there. I love it. When I go, I don't have a change in energy. I, I get excited in the sense that like, wow, it kind of an awe thing. Yeah. Like I'm here seeing someone I really enjoy, yeah. but I don't actually like a woo and, and, <laughs> and move around, you know? If I'm at like a dancey band or da- yeah. dancey concert, I'm I'm dancing and I'm like, the singer's up on stage and they're like, they hold the mic out and they're like, give me a woo! And I'm like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> I get right into it. Oh, yeah. And uh, no one else I know does, so... Breaks yeah. my heart a little Sorry, bit. Sorry, man. It's all right. I tried. We're ninety-eight percent compatible as friends. Yeah. That's like the one <laughs> thing. I guess I can live with that. We should. We should have like. Uh, it should be a friend compatibility. Yeah, like test. a match dot com, but it's it's a friendship. <laughs> and then make our profiles. Don't say anything and see what percentage we are. That's a good idea. That, that could be kind of interesting. That'd be a little weird. Be like, Ooh. we should totally just do it on match dot com. Like, <laughs> just for funsies. Yeah. No homo. But yeah, so quality over quantity. Uh, one perspective I wanted to take on that was the fact that I, I think with the disparity of wealth inequality, where there's a ton of people that are being kind of pressed into either poverty or just like low income, we have this mentality, especially growing up, where you don't really get to have quality. Uh, you don't really have the money to have quality. Therefore, it's better to have 10, just for instance, like uh, 10 apples instead of one cookie. You know what I'm saying? So even though you'd rather have the quality of the cookie, mm. you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. I So I think the money angle is very prevalent, especially in small towns and uh, just generally in America. I th- I can I can see where you're coming from because fast food's so popular. Yeah, that's a I mean that's a good example. Fast food is not quality; it is low quality food, but it's cheap, so you can get a high quantity of it. Right. You can go out to get fast food a couple times a week and not break the bank because it's so cheap. And people in this area very much value that kind of thing. Like right. I can get this for five dollars, or I can get. This for $5. Right. And whatever's more, they're going to get because yep. they got to feed their family. Right. So that's just um, one viewpoint that I wanted to bring up. So on a regular basis, how many, like what's the number of, like your your friend group, what's the yeah. size? What's the number of friends <laughs> you have? How many is in your friends group? Uh, why are you switching it to me? Be- because um, it's the same. So there's that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, our friend groups completely meshed. Pretty too? much. The only thing that <laughs> is different, and, and that's just happened over time. I mean, I used to have for the longest time like a high school friend group, and then I had a college friend group, and uh, like a work-ish friends group. <laughs> and but now you work with friends. It's all the same. Yeah, it's all one. Like, big. yeah. Uh, incestuous friendship oh wow that was a weird way to word that <laughs> yeah <it's> totally <laughs> but uh yeah i used to actually want to keep them apart 
because there are benefits to it. Yeah. So here's a benefit I'm thinking of for keeping your friend group separate. What's that? Say Saturday night you want to have some friends over, but you don't want a lot of friends over. Yeah. If all your friends are part of one group, how do you invite a few of them over without offending the others? Right. Like we had you and Adria over Saturday night. Right. And then we went and had breakfast with Jordan and Ashley Sunday. Right. And I value them as friends. They're good friends. Yeah. But I didn't want a lot of people over Saturday night. I just wanted a few people. Yeah. But then the next morning at breakfast, we're talking about the previous day, and I felt bad because... Oh, I didn't even think of that. We were talking about hanging out, and we never invited them. Like, that's... And I know you can't invite everyone to everything. Yeah. But when you have a friend group that overlaps more than is separate, it becomes a bigger issue. I think our group like has a good way of like understanding... And and we're we're aware. I don't, Jake. If you don't invite me, I get upset. I get sad. Well, okay, but you and I are like, this is what I'm about to say. A tier. So there's yeah, there's like (laughs) S tier. We have a friend group, and then there's like smaller circles within that friend group. So where when people are like, okay, let's invite the whole gang. It's everyone. Right, but then if it's like, hey, let's just make this a private, like just chill thing. They're gonna invite their smaller friend group. So, and we all know that. Like I when, think we're all old like enough now, like we understand. Emmy and Eric did their little wedding thing. Right. Like I consider myself friends with Emmy and Eric. Right. Like I like and, them, I'll and they invite didn't them invite over. invite you because you me. suck. Yeah, it's because I suck. you cried and it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> no, but like when they didn't invite me to that, I wasn't even a little bit Right, because it's understandable. Like, yeah, like they didn't invite me. Yeah, that makes complete and total right. sense. Yeah, so and, and I'd like to think that everyone else kind of has that understanding. Yeah, so. I'd like to think so too. I think- you might be thinking some people are more uh, understanding than others, but yeah, that's okay. That's because that's because Joe uh, <laughs> sometimes he tears up a little bit. A little bit, like oh, you went and hung out, and <laughs> did, <laughs> oh, didn't invite me. Man, it's it's real boring here. <laughs> so you know those tier lists that everyone's been making. Yeah, I yeah, think we it'd should be hysterical to make a tier list of friends. <laughs> <We> should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. That'd be so mean. I'd feel so bad. It would be funny. Uh, it'd be hilarious. So let's wrap up this quality versus quantity before we get into our song of the week basically man look it's not about the number of friends you have it's about the quality of those relationships if you're like you know 15 year old joe having conversations with 10 people how memorable are those conversations how, i don't remember how any genuine of them. are those conversations the only conversation i remember with two people that i don't even remember their names anymore wow yeah. We wanted to see how many comments we could have on a single Facebook post. So the three of us just talked in comments until there was like six or 700 comments Dang. on a Facebook thread. And eventually we just, I think we forgot about it, which is why we stopped commenting on it. Hmm. And I don't remember their names. I don't have any idea what they look like. Yeah. I just know that I had a couple friends. I met them at a school event or something. We commented and that was that, was that friendship. Right. So yeah, you know, you have those shallow relationships, but as you grow older, you're like, you know, you, you place more value. You make time in, for the people that matter. And, yeah, and making those deeper, you know, friendships and relationships with a few people make real memories. Hallelujah. And that's a great feel-good topic to close out the season. But first, let's go into Song of the Week. Joe, which song do you have for us? It's the last episode of the season, and I was scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I can't believe I passed over this song, honestly, because I've listened to it a lot. It's really good. Um, but yeah, I felt like I was scraping a little bit for this. My list ran out a few episodes ago, so yeah. I was... Uh, you know, doing what I could to find a few good tracks to bring to you guys before the season wraps up. And I feel I feel confident uh, with this last pick. So, name of this track is Gooey by Glass Animals. Here is 30 seconds of that. All right.
What'd you think? Did they say icky gooey womb? They sure did. Icky gooey womb. Fresh out of a icky gooey womb. I did not like that visual. <laughs> but the song was good. It has that um, lo-fi kind of crackliness yeah. in the background. Yep. with the. I don't know if it's like low quality vocal, but it's like they do it on purpose, right. obviously. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's um. If you listen to it on a better sounding speaker than my right. phone speaker, uh, there's a lot of noises and like background effects and like yeah. little noises and things. And was there like a drop? Uh, yes. Could, yeah, I yeah. like yeah, music you, like that. You can't hear any bass at all through the phone. Right. So it, right. it's a good sounding song, and I actually recommend it to people uh, as a good song to test out headphones with because of uh, the production quality is really good and it just sounds good. Hmm. What do you got for us this week, old Jakey old boy? Well, this one, uh, these guys certainly aren't mainstream, although they were, uh, I'd say, 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more. Muse. This one is from their latest album, uh, Simulation Theory, 2018. And it's called Pressure, but not just Pressure. Uh, This one is the version that has the UCLA marching band. I like that more. Uh, So here's 30 seconds of that. Tell me, did you like it? Back when the album came out, I listened to the song Pressure and really liked it. Yeah. And then you sent me the UCLA version and I liked it more. Right. I'm glad <laughs> you agree. It's it's the brass, I think. Like the way like uh, the sounds resonate off like trumpets, trombones, things like that. Like it feels more satisfying to me and it, it really builds that excitement. Uh, which is probably why marching bands use it yeah, in right. big events. Uh, and, and also just knowing that it was the result of tons of people, dozens of people mm, working together, working all together. Yeah. Um, it just does it for me. I really enjoy it. Muse is a band that I'm glad is still around. Yes. I, I, I don't like listen to their music a ton or like dedicate a lot of time to it, but they have a sound that's very unique and all their own. And every now and then you're in the mood for a Muse. Right. Mu- you know, Muse style music. They're always very they're saturated. There. Yeah. They always have really cool sounds. And uh, once in a while they'll have a really cool bass line. Yeah. It's always that bass line. I'm thinking like supermassive black hole. Yeah. Um, that really pulls you in like a black hole. Whoa. Well, I guess that's Song of the Week. That is. Um, Let's... uh. Let's move on into um, the last segment of this season. The last segment of the last episode of the last season. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, phew. Scared me. Of the show. So, yeah, we want to talk about things that we liked and didn't like about the season. Um, this would also be a great gateway into any listeners commenting on this and saying hey you know we we're, we agree we'd like to hear more of this and we wouldn't like to hear more of this for the final season and uh, onward and whatever else we do uh so we pulled up the list of episodes 60 through 79 and we're just going to uh i guess talk about what we liked and what we didn't so i guess we'll have joe go first my favorite episode and my least favorite episode were back to back was it 62 and 63? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Are those your favorite your favorite and least favorite? The Liam Neeson one wasn't my least favorite, but coming off the back of 62... It was real weak. It was extremely weak. Yeah, 60, 62 was, I think, it was only three episodes into, or two episodes into the season, and I think it was the high point. Right. And what is 62 <laughs> for them? Uh, no More Zero Days. That's yeah. the one where we kind of started the series... Uh, talking about different ways that you could improve yourself and set goals for yourself. And I remember the mindset originally was, we're going to make it a season, but we were really hell-bent on like, all right, I come up with a topic, and then you come up with a topic. So we're like, okay, I I didn't want to steal 
your momentum and then make your series my topic. So when I came up with something else, it was the Liam Neeson thing. Right. And then eventually we were like, oh, let's just... Go Not back eventually, and, right. but right after it that. It was right after that. We were like, all right, let's just keep the series going. It would make more sense to flow yeah. anyway. And I think it paid off because I, I say 62 is my favorite, but then 64, which was Night Owl or Morning Lark, and then 65, which was Priming Your Brain for Setting Realistic Goals, mm-hmm. and then 66, which was Actually Setting Realistic Goals. I think that was a good flow. That was a good group it of episodes. It was. And that was the time when we had the most interaction as well. I will say we tried the most with our social media at that point. Yeah. Um, But overall, it was just a more engaging thing that more people could relate to. I Um, think in the future, not necessarily season five, because I don't think that would fit this show. Uh, But for whatever we do next, whether it be a podcast or some other form of media, I think I'd like... I, I like the idea of like picking a subject and covering it over a larger period of time. Yes. Like for the no more zero days where we did the, you know, how to better yourself and set goals and achieve them and that type of thing, stop procrastinating, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I liked that we covered it over a couple month period uh, because I feel like it allowed us time to discuss things more finely. Like I feel and then like introduce it into our own lives, right? To make sure that it was like coming from a genuine place. Exactly. I feel like a lot of times when we're having a quote-unquote deeper conversation, there are certain things that I might like to mention. Yeah. That get glossed over because we only have an hour or whatever our time limit is. And I think I, I mentioned something very similar to that to you, in that I feel we should not cover those deep things anymore. Um, but now that we're talking about it, unless it's a series, unless we can really get right. into it. I don't think the issue is the deep subjects. Right. I think it, the issue is deep subjects in one episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just feels, it doesn't feel right, right to talk about like, I don't know, video games, one episode, and then just something serious. Yeah. Like whatever, the next episode, it's just, it doesn't really make a lot of sense and it doesn't feel right. Right. So what about you? What was your favorite episode and your least favorite episode? I don't necessarily have a favorite episode. Um, Like you, though, 62 means a lot because it was the start of a really great haul for us, and that's No More Zero Days. But there were a few weak points, that being said. There were. And uh, particularly Tidbits 4, where we called it the bad one. I thought that ended up being a good episode, It it ended up being better than we thought, (laughs) which is another thing that we're learning is that even though we might think something's bad, with editing... You can polish a turd. You can polish a turd. Right. And um, I actually really like it when we do kind of game show-esque things. And you mean when I put together <laughs> a game show for you? Uh, Jake, yeah, I like that. Because I you can't do that a time where you've put together I a did game it once. show for me. Yes, I did. Remember? It was like a this or that thing with Cody and I gave you guys Reese's. And I was oh, like, that's true. That's true. Really nice and just like gave you guys candy arbitrarily. But wasn't that like... The second one, didn't we do it? T- yeah, like you you started a- the trend, and then I was like, "Well, I want to do it too," and uh, yeah, I gave you guys little prizes and stuff. That was a fun. That was a fun was couple fun. episodes. And I like doing those personality tests, like the dark triad, because those are those are just light things. But it's also it also can bring in some interesting conversations. Like, right. we're, yeah, we're taking. A, a personality test and commenting on it, but it's about narcissism <laughs> and like lying and, and morals. So you can have a light conversation while still talking about really interesting things that you're not going to hear every day. And you can make jab at jabs at each other and at your right. friends and make Absolutely. them feel bad for who they are, which right. is always great. Really is. What are friends if you can't call each other horrible people and then still hang out the next weekend? That's true. It's really true. I also think that we have, I think from a uh, host standpoint, this season we have been better than any previous season. Like, I feel like we're better at just talking than we used to be. Back in season three or four, or no, not four, because this is season four. Back in season two and three, I feel like editing was way more painful. There was so much more that we had to cut out and there'd be times where we would do a segment and then 20 or 30 minutes would pass and then we'd start the next segment. 
like, cause we'd just be chatting or like figuring out what we were going to say. And I don't feel like that happened. Maybe it happened one or two episodes this season, but for the most part, I feel like you and I are able to chain along conversations more naturally and we're just better presenters, I guess, is what I'm trying to say than we used to be. And I feel like I noticed that most this season. I don't know if you agree or not. Uh, well, it, I would probably notice it more if I edited this season, but, uh, I mean, okay, so you don't notice how much less editing right. there is, but but you're right. If from, I really stop and think about it, standpoint. yeah. If I stop to think about it, I have a. I feel like I have a good feeling of okay, we're rambling, or okay, it's time to change the subject, get us right. back on track. Yeah, and we can do that. Not only that, but we can do it more smoothly. I remember when we released our first three episodes of the show, one, two, and three. Oh, yeah. We thought they were so good. We were like, these are amazing episodes. We're naturals at they this. They keep getting better and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Going back yep. and listening to those first three, we just rambled on and didn't know what we were saying Did you or recently where we were listen going. to those? Yeah. yeah we yeah. didn't know where we were going or no. like, it was not good. So no. I feel like whatever we do next, if it's another podcast... I feel like our first episode will be markedly better than oh, the first absolutely. episode of this show. Yep. It's just a cool cool to see that we have we're actually getting better at something. Yeah. <laughs> we have skill. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I can put on a resume that a friend <laughs> of mine and I did a hundred episodes of a podcast. Wow, why haven't I added this? I should put this on my resume. This counts. Does it? That's something. Yeah, it's why a, not? It's a creative thing, sure. Yeah, okay. It shows your commitment to yeah. something. No I matter can, how futile. I, <laughs> I ran a podcast with a friend for four years that never amassed more than 100 listens in an episode, but we stuck to it. That's how stick to I am. stick to yes. That's my stick to Yeah. It just shows how stubborn we are, not necessarily how <laughs> creative. Right. We just think we're so great, and yep. we just got to pat our own egos What on do you back. know? Our narcissism was over 50%. <laughs> well, I hope everyone... Jeez, that's that's Hope about everyone it. Everyone has a great life. Well, stop talking like this is the last season. We're doing no, know, one more of these. But we've mentioned before, we're not going to come out and say, "All right, you know, hit us back or not hit us back," but check check on us in October. Uh, but we're not really going to do that uh, because, in the spirit of quality over quantity, we want to make sure everything that we do, especially because it's our last season is good and worthwhile. And I think the beginning of this season benefited more than other seasons in the past oh, because man. we gave ourselves more time between to come up with good ideas. There wasn't a better decade in our episodes <laughs> than 60 to 70. Yeah, they were good. They were good. So all that being said, let's wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. Have a great summer slash fall, everybody. They need one last oh, yeah. wise yeah. word. For the season, Jake. All right. When did I start that? That was episode sixty. It was early. Sixty-two. I think, I think so. Yeah, and we. I still it forget about it. Every single time you forget. No, I think I there's been the look, once. See the look on your face when I say "time for a wise word." You're like, yeah. you realize yeah. that you didn't think of one, but now's your time. Now's your chance. All right. This here is the it last is. episode of the season, Jake. Right. Make it a good one. Monstrosity. Ooh, that's a big word. Yeah. In more than one sense. A lot of letters, and it means yeah, something big. Yeah, and it's monstrous. Well, that's about it, guys. Uh, we'll catch you back here, not next week. Sometime. Sometime in the future. Maybe a month down the road. Maybe, probably not a month. Maybe two months down the road. Probably not two months. No. Maybe three months. Who knows? Right. We're going to enjoy our summer. We hope you enjoy yours. We'll see you by 2020. I think I can safely say Oh, that. yeah, it'll be before 2020. And uh, it'll be an enjoy, exciting time. We're going to enjoy some classic WoW. Yes. Yes. So, you know, have have a great time, everybody. We'll, we'll catch you later. Love you. Love you too, Joe and <laughs> listeners. Oh, man, this is oh, awkward now. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, let's just leave on that. <laughs> See ya.